Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. L G B, my straight out of Johnny Stop Dutch. What up to you, One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least. Contain the hero. Better etch that in your memory. And so the one up gaming for the show. I'll contain the hero is really gonna show up. Hi, Divs here, One Up Gaming, episode 331 of the One Up Gaming podcast. This is going to be the New Year special podcasty show. Going to do things a little bit different. Um, it's going to be the same sort of overall style, but we're also going to break up like the news and the what we've been playing. So we'll have on the Friday the whole show in one go. Then on the Saturday it'll have like the games being playing, and on the Sunday it'll be like weekly news. So we'll just have that break broken up, cut into little sections. I hope you all. If you don't enjoy like the full 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour sort of show, hopefully you'll be able to watch the bite-sized 5-10 minute shows and it might just be more your sort of thing. Get a quick view of some of the games we've been playing to see what you think. Um, so yeah, so this is me, David. This is episode 331 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Uh, please visit the website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Uh, as always, we're sponsored by Games Inspired Music, which is an album. Stream it, buy it, and 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. Um, Christmas, it's been not a great Christmas per, per se. Uh, as people who watch this might know, unfortunately I lost my father about three months ago now. Uh, so that was a bit of a shock. Um Work hasn't been great, so I'm looking to move to a new place in the new year. Uh, not been down to see my my mum or my brother because work. Uh, I had to work Christmas Day. I'm working New Year's Eve. I'm just working like a lot of shifts just to help out the small team that we have. And treated myself. I've got the new Evercade EX. Is it EXP that it's called? The little handheld, the new one. I've got 
bought myself a load of um, McLaren branded t-shirts that were in the sale from the McLaren store. So I was some Landon Norris stuff, some like jackets, some bits and bobs. Bought myself a couple of new pairs of trainers, got some jeans. I, I got myself some nice things, yeah. Xbox, PS5, I'm enjoying just gaming, playing stuff. So, all in all, it's one of those years that's like, it's crap, but it's not been bad. You know, unfortunately, life happens, we have to move on. Uh, we have to just keep going. Um, yeah, so we'll now move on to the next section, which is the games we've been playing this week. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in the night. So, still, David, still Want Gaming, still episode 331 from the Want Gaming podcast. These are the games we've been playing this week, so moving straight into it Spider Man Miles Morales. And I played this one before, I played the Insomniac Spider Man game. Now, I loved, I've completely blanked on the name, but the Xbox One exclusive where you can grind cartoonified. I loved that so much. Yeah, I've completely blanked on the name, I do apologise. But I could see where the the momentum and the physicality of the game engine that they used for the Spider Man, where that came from. Because that, you do a lot of grinding, a lot of swinging, a lot of bits and bobs, and it's an amazing little game. But Spider-Man Miles Morales, it's a good game, don't get me wrong, it's a really good little game. The only caveat that I had was I felt as though that this game should have been like a £30, £50 maximum um, sort of game. Because it was like built on the Spider-Man game, just added new elements to it. More of what I would call like a DLC pack. And... I just felt charging 70 quid for the game was a bit too much. It was a bit of like a stab in the eye from Sony. They do like doing that with their games. And I just feel that that was a sour taste in my mouth. But you can't knock the game itself. The game is fabulous. It looks amazing. It plays so well. The swinging mechanic, amazing. Fast, smooth. Everything goes well. I'm a bit sick of the standard open world sort of style games. All the little question marks all over the map. It just gets a bit monotonous to me. But it sold well, it did well. I bet people loved the game. And I loved it. I just can't sit there and play through the whole thing. It just gets boring. So the next game that I played was Destruction All-Stars. Now, I love Destruction Derby. I love um, this concept of a game where you're in a car and can do manoeuvres like rams and stunts. But you can also get out of the car and it turns into like a third-person action shooter. And I loved the idea of this. Unfortunately, when I got my PS5 and I downloaded the game, no one was online. It might have been turned off for all I know. And so I just played through the tutorial and stuff. And I could see that, yes, it could be an amazing little game. Just a shame that Sony didn't stick with it and it just didn't do very well. So unfortunately, yeah, not good. 
Joker. A killer move. Looks like Shift is hungry for more, but the gravity-defying evade comes at the last second. Fantastic. Fuego comes out of nowhere, and now Lupita is right on top of him. Danita right to read, and she's ready to take this bull by the wall. Lupita's back in the saddle, a textbook takeover. Enough wrecks in her way. She calls in wildfire. Oh, yeah, and it's all over now. At the perfect moment, she deploys her vehicle breaker to bring the heat. Lupita blazes her way through the competition, lighting up the arena. That was a night to remember and one for the Wolfpack. But can she find the win this season? No doubt she wants it, Aaron, but there's 15 other athletes who want it just as bad. Prepare yourselves for the most explosive season in history, right here on Destruction All-Stars. Tekken 2. Amazing game. It still looks very blocky and squared for the PlayStation sort of original. And it just, it's nice. It's a nice feeling game. It's good to have individual um, limbs per the button. So left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg. And you can do combinations and combos and everything. Looks amazing for the time. It still flows well now. The animation's still amazing. Uh, I do prefer Virtua Fighter 2 compared. I think it's a bit faster, a bit snappier. More quick time, fast action. But Tekken 2, more slow, more methodical. Sort of, it's, it's just a good little game. I'd recommend it still. And then, of course, moving into the next one. Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Now this is the one that was the Virtua Fighter 5 um, special showdown, I think it was, for the PS3, Xbox 360, PS3, I think, not 100% sure, but the Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown, I think it's still exclusive to the PlayStation 4, and it launched in the PlayStation Plus sort of section, so it was free to download. Not sure what it is now, 20, 30 quid. But the guys who made um, the Yukaza, 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 Yakuza, Yakuza. Oh god. Yeah, the guys who made these games for Sega, they helped AM2 to port the Virtua Fighter 5 engine into the. Yakuza engine and it looks and plays really nice on the PlayStation 4. Um, they have made it look a lot shinier, a lot neater, a lot cleaner. A lot of the physics and stuff just flow a little bit better. The cloth animations look superb. And if you don't have it, I'd easily recommend it. You can also buy DLC packs where it looks, it makes everyone look like the old 2D Virtua Fighter sort of characters so the very not 2d you know what i mean like flash headed polygons very no detail it looked amazing and virtual fighter 5 is still in my opinion one of the greatest fighting games that you can buy on modern day systems next up you can tell us about the playstation 5 recently because a lot of these are playstation 4 playstation 5 sort of games that i was playing the wipeout the omega collection and I liked Wipeout, 
wasn't a big fan of it. And then Wipeout 2097, I don't know if you're a stupid American, Wipeout XL. The Wipeout 2097 was superb. It looked similar, but it just made it, just everything looked neater. It all flowed better, there wasn't as much pop up. It wasn't as janky as some of the stuff. It looked more solid and built. The They also changed a little bit of the handling model. So on the old one, you touched the side, you went dink and stopped. On Wipeout 2097, the game would allow you to grind along the side for quite a bit before it would make you stop. If you hit it too hard, it'd stop. But if you could grind along, it wasn't too bad. But the, the Omega Collection is Wipeout Pure and Wipeout Pulse for the PSP. Or is it the Vita? Maybe, I don't know. I, th- ooh, I don't know which one it was. It might have been the Vita. I don't know. Yeah, the way. Was it Wipeout 2047? Hmm. I've got myself thinking now. 2047 sounds good because it's like the. Uh, like a prequel sort of thing of a racing game. It's strange. But that looked amazing because the tracks look half built as the racing. It looks really nice. But it's got the 4K high resolution, 60 frames a second. It looks stunning. Absolutely stunning on the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5. So pipe out the Mega Collection, amazing. I hope to God that they do do, do do, more wipe out games in the future. Uh, next game that I played was a game called Stray. Now, of course, everyone knows what this is. It's a cute little kitty cat that you're walking through the levels. I wouldn't really call it a platform game because as you're walking up to things, little lights and little symbols come onto things, so you know you, know you can press the button and it'll automatically jump to those ledges. It's more of a walking simulator sort of thing. It seems really interesting. I loved the idea of when I was playing it of the robots and you slowly get into more of the city sort of thing. Um, Next game, Medieval, the reboot of the game, which is like a remake of the original. Uh, yeah, Medieval wasn't that good, was it, when you think about it back then. Um, this one, it looks nice. They've made the graphics look a little bit better. Uh, oh, sorry, a lot better from the PS1 original. But the gameplay itself still stuck back in 30 years ago, and it's just not as good as what you would hope a platform game would be nowadays.
Eastward. Uh, this game, looking at this, I have no idea what it is, but remembering a little bit, you, it's like a 2D top-down sort of style view, and you go into the mine, and you have to dig through stuff and defeat little monsters, puzzle, simple puzzles. I quite enjoyed this game. I was really enjoying it. And the last real game I played this week is a crazy, stupid, mental game, but I love, and that's called Speaking Simulator. Now you use the, I'm going to get it wrong, but you use like the left stick to move the mouth up, down, and left and right, and you use the right stick for the tongue, you have to hit special buttons within the mouth of the tongue, and you're an alien sort of thing, and you have to go to job interviews, go on dates, and you have to try and follow what is supposed to be said and it's like hello you are and sort of like tweaking around it's so stupid i love it absolutely crazy game and i do believe on the title screen it says like start save um why sort of thing about the guys who created it it's like why did you make this it's crazy It's fine. Everything's fine. He's in the toilet. He can't see me. Too much eye contact. Too much eye contact. Too much eye contact. Too much eye contact. More eye contact. Need more. Okay, good job. I love a funky bass line. Can you help me fit in? As always, I say as always, we haven't really done it much. We've still got the Gran Turismo series going. So Gran Turismo 7, we've been playing that every week. Uh, we will try and get back into the Evercade series, the Star Trek Online series, the Worst Game Ever series, and the Ridge Racer 6 series. Um, that's what we do every weekday on the YouTube channel. Just follow us, please. Want gaming. Um, we also have the weekly podcast on a Friday. And then, as I say, we'll try and get the games we've been playing on a Saturday and the uh, weekly news on a Sunday. So that is all that we've been playing for this week. So thank you all, and we will see you soon. So, David, 1UP Gaming, 3.31. Goodbye.
Up next on the One Up Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 Minutes of Nothing. Yeah, 10 Minutes of Nothing. Hi, still David, still One Up Gaming. Episode 331 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. Happy New Year! As this is the New Year special. So this is supposed to be the news section, but because it's end of the year, start of a new year, we're going to do the game of the year with One Up Gaming. So I myself, I've probably wrote this all down before, but I'll quickly go through all the games that we've been, that we've played, uh, that I think are deserving to be mentioned in the game of the year category. So let's just go straight through it because it might be a long one. These are in no orders whatsoever. So, Elden Ring, Persona 5 Royal, God of War Ragnarok, Rogue Legacy 2, Neon White, High on Life, Norco, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Atari 50th Anniversary Collection, sorry, Celebration, The Last of Us Part 1, Immortality, Tunic, Horizon Forbidden West, Pentiment, Gran Turismo 7, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Cult of the Lamb, Bayonetta 3, Tactics Ogre Reborn, Vampire Survivors, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Total War Warhammer 3, Ollie Ollie World, Beacon Pines, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, A Plague Tale, A Plague Tale Requiem, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Cowabunga Collection, Stray, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Football Manager 2023, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Capcom Fighting Collection, Live Alive, or Live Alive, Live Alive, F122, Roller Drum, Saifu, MLB The Show 22, FIFA 23, F1 Manager 2022, The King of Fighters 15, Need for Speed Unbound, The Quarry, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Metal Hellsinger, Ghost Song, Goat Simulator 3, WWE 2K23, PGA Tour 2K23, WRC Generations, Dying Light 2, Grid Legends, As Dusk Falls, Ghostwire Tokyo, Power Wash Simulator, Overwatch 2, Moon Scars, Sonic Frontiers, and the 60th game on the list, You Suck at Parking. Now... As you can tell, there is 60 games there, and we have to try and get this down to a top 10. So, you still got parking, great little game, great little pick up and play. It's not a game of the year um, nominee, in my opinion. Cut that out. Uh, Moon Scars, it looks amazing, it plays really well. 2D, pixel art style. Metroid sort of style game, but in the last few years we've had thousands of Metroid style games. So, no, Overwatch Two. I don't know why they just didn't update Overwatch. It's not nothing, nothing great on there. Uh, Power Wash Simulator, although it is really, really satisfying to. I don't really call that much of a game. Tokyo, no, I'll try that again. 
Ghostwire Tokyo looked stunning and the teaser trailers and the trailers looked immense. But when you're playing the game, it's very artsy sort of game. You get bored, it's lonely. <clears throat> it's just the graphics that look nice. So no, as dusk falls, I was so tempted with this game. When I first saw the trailers, I thought it was going to be absolutely horrendous. But then I played it and oh my, the story, the voice acting, everything just draws you right into the game. And it is really good. Unfortunately, it didn't make my list. Um, WRC Generations. Great game. But if you played um, WRC 9, if you played WRC 10, then this game is very similar to those sort of games. They've made the game good and they just add a little bit on top every year. Is that little bit on top worth $70 or £70? I don't think so. Um, I do think that this one, I guess because it's their last game with their license, they probably did want to get as much money as they could for it before it goes to EA. And now EA's got Codemasters, so does that mean that the Colin McRae game's going to be the official WRC games now? Could be. Um, but because of the minor improvements from last year's game, that I can't put it on a top 10 list, unfortunately. PGA 2, 2K23, I loved it. The rest of the team weren't too hot on it. It still doesn't look great. It still doesn't play amazing. It's just competent at everything. And for me, that's good enough because I don't really like golf. But I like to have an occasional little swig around in a golf game. And WWE 2K22, everyone on the team loved it and thought it was amazing. I thought it was one of the biggest disappointments I've ever had for a long time. After they took a year off to try and perfect the game. Uh, graphically, it looks alright. I just don't think it's it's too slow. It's too sluggish. It's just... They've tried to go too simmy and making it look too stupid. Because it's like you're just doing the same punch, punch, punch. Oh, look, they're on the floor rolling. Oh, punch, punch, punch. Oh, on the floor. It just goes on for way too long. And I just didn't enjoy it. Goat Simulator 3. I get the joke. You've missed out two. But Goat Simulator 3, I must admit, it looked nice. Uh, but it wasn't blown away by how it looked. And it's very similar to the original Goat Simulator. Very open world. Very crazy, stupid sort of antics. Which is fun. Um, I've got a ghost song on here, which I honestly can't remember. I think it was a 2D platformer. I've, yeah, so that's not going to get anywhere in the list if I can't even remember what it was. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I enjoyed the single player game, but I was completely lost and weren't impressed with the multiplayer part of the game. Um, and when I say I liked the single player, it was okay. It wasn't immense. So, yeah, that's off. The Quarry. It plays just very similar to like a lot of these other third-person, puzzly, action-y sort of games uh, with horror elements. And mm, I wasn't impressed. Now, this one, I was surprised. King of Fighters 15. I didn't even know King of Fighters 15 came out this year, so I'm not going to mention that one. F1 Manager 23. No, F1 Manager 2023. 22. It's 23, so 22. Um, that game, I loved it. 
but it seems very simple, very basic. And if you are watching the full game uh, in the third person sort of view and the action cameras, the amount of times where the the car goes following along, pulls out and then pulls back it, it just does the same sort of thing over and over again. Or it's just going around a corner and just goes off completely for no reason. And it's just a little bit annoying. They need to just fix little bugs a little bit and improve the game. I have faith in them because the first game was good. MLB The Show 22, again, this game gets massive reviews everywhere. But I'm not American. I played the game and I wasn't that impressed. It was okay, just wasn't that impressed. Saifu, it just didn't look as good as I hoped it would. A little bit too side-on sort of combat. And yeah, it, I liked the idea, I just liked the execution of the game. Rollerdrome, I love the art style, I love the graphics. I just didn't like how the game, the playability, the character momentum sort of worked. But I guess it's one of these games that if you put time into it, it could be amazing. But I just don't think it's Game of the Year contender. F122, loved it. I just wish, I don't know if it's an EA initiative or if it's what Codemasters were going into. I just really don't like the fact that they focused all on the microtransactions, more on the little added events like the little race cars and stuff which just don't feel very good. It should just be focused fully on the F1 experience. If we want to go down adding extra cars and stuff, do F F3, F2, F1, uh, Formula Ford, all these sort of things, get all these done. Even get like proper sponsored go-karts. So you could start off your career as like a 15-year-old in go-karts and like sign up to the next level, sign up to the next level and aim to get into Formula 1 and into a good team and that sort of thing. But the gameplay plays so well. I just, yeah, because of all the missteps, yeah, it can't go on there. Uh, live Alive, Live Alive, Live Alive. It's good. It's a good little game. I'm just... The Nintendo Switch is being pushed beyond its breaking points of limits. And some of these games, as you're playing them, they kind of freeze and stutter and it just takes you out of the game. So if this game was out on the Xbox Series X sort of thing, it might, I might have enjoyed it more. But unfortunately, no. Capcom Fighting Collection. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of the games, I mean, it, for me, these this Capcom Fighting Collection, I think it's got about 10 games on-ish. It should have had every single version of Street Fighter. It should have had every single version of Street Fighter Alpha. It should have had all the Darkstalkers, all the... Uh, anything. Um, Power Stone. It should have had 30 games plus on as a collection. Uh, but unfortunately, it hasn't. It's got two or three games, which I've never played before, which is quite good. But the grand scheme of things, they're all 20-year-old games, and it's not Game of the Year. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Uh, reading the reviews, everyone's going at how the camera's pulled in a lot more. It looks more like an action third-person game, more like the Uncharted sort of games. I downloaded it, I played it. It's just the same crap. I really don't like the Lego games. I don't like the way they play. I don't like the, the way you have to stand on an exact point and press a button to get something to work. I'm just not a fan of them, so unfortunately, no. It might look better, but it still plays like crap. Triangle strategy. Now this was tempting. It looks stunning. But Square, 
why the hell have you made an engine which is yes it's amazing but then you've also made about six games in the last year using that same engine using that same graphical style and it's just getting a bit watered down now so when these games are amazing you think mm, is it as good as you think or is it just because there's like 20 other games like it uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Now this one's better than the bloody shite that was released at the end of the year. But this one in February, I believe, it plays better. It looks better. It runs smoother. It's still not a game of year for me. It really isn't. Put uh, Football Manager twenty twenty three. This is the first time in years where I haven't got a Football Manager on my top ten list. Uh, I'm just getting a bit bored of it now. I really am. They haven't done any real improvements, any real updates. A lot of the updates that they've done, they've just basically changed all the ones and added a different screen to it to make it look different, but it's not. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns. I like the idea. I just don't like these sort of games. I don't like cover-based strategy, turn-based sort of games. So while I'm head of this bloody company, it'll never get into the top 10 of my list. Next game was Stray, looked amazing, played well. I, I was just a bit sick of just following the commands, what the game wanted me to do, but it was good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowbunga Collection, again, similar to the Capcom fighting thing. They had more games on, more random sort of games, more like Game Boy games, um, NES games, Mega Drive, SNES, Arcade, but at the, at the end of it, the collection's new, but the games are 20, 30 years old. So, yeah. A Plague Tale Requiem. This is the first game on, on here, which I was like, why isn't that on the, on the top 10? It's amazing. I loved it. But a lot of the other guys said it after the first couple of hours, it kind of dies down a little bit and doesn't quite get back up to those heights. So I'll believe them. I'll trust them. Um... But for me, the Plague Tale 2 was an amazing game. I'd recommend buying it. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Good game. But like a lot of Kirby games, it seems to be made for five-year-olds. And it's just a little bit simple. Beacon, uh, Beacon Pines. Is this the top-down role-playing game that's like a pixel art style again I think so I might get it wrong I'm sorry if I am it reminds me of Stranger Things with the story the music and stuff and if it is that one then it was really good uh, if not I apologise I'll move on Oli Oli World very similar to Oli Oli but this time it's in a 3D engine looks nice plays nice very fast and smooth very responsive which is what you want Unfortunately, I think it's a one-trick pony and I get bored so quick. Total War, Warhammer 3. What do you need to know about Warhammer 3? It's just a strategy game that's made really well, but it's very similar to Warhammer 2. Um, so for that, yeah. Marion Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. I didn't like the original. This one's a little bit better because it's not so confined to the grid system, but it's still not my sort of game. Vampire Survivors for like three, four dollars, whatever it is. The game's amazing. It's so fun. Um, Top-down view, like a twin-stick shooter. Uh, you collect things, you kill monsters, zombies, things that are coming towards you, power up. It's just like survive as long as you can. 
It's a really good little game, really cheap, really cheerful. I think it's amazing. Tactics Ogre Reborn, another tactics game, another turn-based sort of game. Good game, again, just not for me. So Bayonetta 3, again, it's been kneecapped by the Nintendo Switch. It plays really well. The ideas are great. The It's just bigger, better from Bayonetta 2, Bayonetta. The problem with it being on the Switch is when you're, say, like doing some of the levels that are, you have the kaiju, so you still see Bayonetta on the screen, you still see a big, massive kaiju fighting another big, massive monster. Um, the Nintendo Switch struggles and it dies and it kills the game. And because of that, it's just annoying. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, again, it's a great game, but I just felt that it didn't look as good as I thought it was going to. It didn't play as well as I thought it was going to. It was very basic, in my opinion, of a action brawler. Um, Gran Turismo 7, there was a lot of problems with Gran Turismo 7 when it first launched. A lot of issues. I myself don't think it plays or it looks as good as it maybe should even though everyone goes on about how amazing it is. Pentiment, again, it's another great little game. I was just a little bit <clears throat> taken aback by the fact that I don't like to sort of like do things and read big massive texts to get the story. I prefer like um, the story to actually read it, uh, talk to you so you can be doing stuff as you can listen to what's going on. If it doesn't do that, I kind of get bored, skip things miss where I am in the story, miss what's happening, and eventually just turn the game off. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, it's another game made by Sony, which it looks amazing, but it's just the same as last year, the last game. No real improvements, it's just meh. That is my sort of game that says meh. Immortality, I just don't think that uh, like live-action video games are actually any good. I really didn't like this one that much. The last was part one. I just feel like, why do we need to have a remake of a game that looked and played amazing? If you're going to do this, you could have just done The Last of Us collection and had like part one, part two, sort of like in the collection and not really done much to it. It would have been perfect. Atari 50th anniversary celebration. And this one... Again, it's amazing. If you love Atari, amazing. If you like collections, amazing. It's got over 100 games in this collection. True, a lot of them are that Atari 2600 crap that don't hold up very well today. But there is still some uh, Atari Jaguar games, which, yes, they're not great, but you don't see them anywhere else. And it's a good little collection, but again, it's got games of the collection that are over 50 years old, and I can't have that on a list for 2022. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, same problems that I had with Bayonetta 3. It looks amazing, it plays really well, until the Switch decides to try and die. Um, I believe there's too much going on, too much happening, and it just struggles with the game, and that kind of kills the game for me. Um, Rogue Legacy 2, not as good as the original Rogue Legacy. Persona 5 Royal, I've never liked any of the Persona sort of games. So that isn't great if you're not a big fan of the series, so it just didn't hit it for me. So we'll just have going straight into our top 10 games of the year. So at number 10, Grid Legends. Uh, people will be thinking, why? It's the same as Grid Autosport, isn't it? 
Yes and no. It's very similar, sort of like to that. But you're playing back to back. You can see Grid uh, Legends, the detail, the animation, the special effects, the frame rate, the resolution is all being upped quite significantly from the older game. Plus, the best thing about it is the proper story mode. Now, this is the first time I've played one of these such games of a story mode since probably Grid 2. No, it wasn't Grid, sorry. Uh, Toka Race Driver 2. Uh, yeah, and so because of that, it's amazing. If you like it a bit more arcadey, then this is the game for you. FIFA 23, and I had to include this on the list to be, it's the last time that an EA produced made game will be called FIFA in a top 10 list because I believe they've lost the license now and then next year FIFA are going with their own team to make their FIFA game and EA are going with their, still their FIFA team that'll be making EA Sports FC or EA Club FC, something like that. Um, but. What can you say? The animation's good, graphics are good, plays well. It's just a good little game. Let's go pitch side where Alex Scott can tell us more. Well, you're seeing hypermotion too in action. More animations than ever before, and more realism every time you step onto the pitch. Well, he's going to wear out the right stick playing like that. They say it's a game of two halves, and you can really feel the intensity building here. Oh, he's mastered that one over the summer. Safe hands there. It's incredible calmness under pressure. Oh, a crunching challenge. Well, that's new. Absolutely brilliant technique, and it feels like there's more goals coming in this one. Oh, Silky from Vinicius. Smart dribbling from Son. Weaving into space. What were you thinking on the One World Cup? That's got everyone in a celebratory mood. We're into the final moments now. What else do they have up their sleeves? And it comes to care! And right in stoppage time. Hold on, what's Killian up to here? He's in, Stuart! Mbappé! From the first frame to the dying embers, it's football everywhere. Welcome to the world's game. Welcome to FIFA 23. Number eight, if you love heavy metal, if you love rhythm action, if you love blood splurting doom-esque gameplay metal helsing it is amazingly for you now this is it it can be played just like a normal first person shoot with proper heavy metal in the background 
or it can be played like a first person shooter where if you kill and shoot on the beat of the ta- of the music it amplifies everything, it makes everything go better and yeah it's a great little game. Number seven, Dying Light 2. And this one, it builds upon Dying Light. It looks better, more open. Um, stories pushed much more into it. It's a really nice little game. And I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> Rainer said you were a pilgrim. Heard of your business. You think your barking will make an impression on me? Did you know a girl named Mia? Mia? No. Who's Mia? She's my sister. Promise you'll never leave me alone here. Never. I won't leave you. Swear. I don't have to. Not him, no! Long time ago, Waltz hurt her. He took her from me. And I want him to tell me where she is. Well, that kind of information is expensive. Maybe I can help you. Welcome to paradise. Look around, Aiden. What do you see? 
Something people outside the walls could only dream of. Who would have thought the end of the world would be so peaceful? I wish Crane could have seen this. Luan, it's not a sign of weakness to say you were worried. <laughs> Death is how we thank traitors. You didn't say you were working for Aider. I don't work for Aider, I work for myself. Here we're all infected. Are you scared of them? Most people are. Those who are weak just give up. Keep them busy. They stop caring about anything. Give up on life, but you, you still care. Drop him. One move and he dies. Drop him. You're no leader, Tom. On behalf of all its whores, bandits, and idiots. I christen you a citizen of Vinador. And in the name of law, you're sentenced to death for treason. I know what loss is like. Talking about someone in particular? She trusted you, and you failed her. I'll be okay. You'll pay for that. Three against one? I like those odds. Count again. Sometimes, you have to become a monster to stay human. <laughs> Nothing could ever tear us apart anyway. Fuck the plan. We don't know what's up there. You understand nothing. A little boy wants to pretend he's a grown-up. A precious little boy. Number six is a bit of a weird one for for us. Sonic Frontiers. Now, yes, I don't know if it was like designed basically for the Switch in mind, but when you play the game, it does look a bit sparse. It looks a bit barren. The graphics, the, the levels do like pop into from nowhere, that kind of thing. But the Sonic's movements, his abilities, everything just feels right. It snaps perfectly right. And because of the open world setting, it can run around and do everything, it's amazing. Um, even after all that, you can go into these like little time gate things that you open with crystals and levels and coins and whatever. And it warps you to a, like a proper fixed Sonic level. Either the new sort of style running into the screen levels or the 2D side sort of levels. It's amazing. I love this game so much. So make sure you're collecting the red seeds of power and blue seeds of defense to boost your stats and give yourself a fighting chance. As the game progresses and Sonic levels up, so do your enemies. Completing combos is a good way to get the upper hand during battle especially when paired with a new skill called Phantom Rush. Sonic's combo meter will fill up after attacking enemies consecutively. Once the combo meter is maxed out, Phantom Rush is activated, and your attack power will be boosted until the meter reaches zero. To deal massive amounts of damage in a short burst, use Sonic Boom, a long-range, high-speed kick that unleashes shockwaves at the enemy. Another option to dish out major hurt on your enemies is Wild Rush, 
a flashy, zigzagging attack that sends you crashing into your targets with great force. It's a fast and stylish way to hit your enemies hard while avoiding incoming fire. Certain enemies in Sonic Frontiers have a shield or barrier protecting them. Break their shield with Psyloop and then deal as much damage as you can before it goes back up. If your opponent happens to land a hit on you, just use the Psyloop ability on the ground to collect more rings and get back in the fight. During combat, you'll need to study your opponents and determine the best strategy to take them on. Encounters with Guardians will require more than just using your homing attack. Many of them prompt you to engage with their unique combat mechanics first before reaching their weak spot. Once you have an opening, you can dish out all the skills you've unlocked from the skill tree. Experimenting with new abilities and discovering each enemy's weakness will help you defeat them with ease. Use your enemy's moves against them by utilizing parry during combat. A visual cue lets you know when an enemy is about to attack. If you react quickly enough, you can parry it and follow it up with a counterattack of your own. Using all these skills and more gives you tons of options to become the most formidable force in the frontier. Master your approach to battle and teach your enemies not to mess with Sonic the Hedgehog. Number five, again, another one that's weird. Need for Speed Unbound. And it's like, what can I say? It's Criterion doing what they do best. They've made, they've taken the last Need for Speed game, they've buffed it, they've shined it, they've made it play a little bit better, they've made the handling better, they've made everything look gorgeous, and then they've added their little flourish of graphical style with the hand-drawn, animated, sort of like flashes and flourishes and splashes on the screen. It looks amazing. I love the look of this game. Plays amazing. It's good. It's had too many negative reviews. I think it's an amazing little game. I really do.
Number four, Tunic. Now this is a top-down Zelda-esque sort of 3D um, action puzzle game. And when it is in the action sort of style of game, I loved it. It played really well. The character moved well. It's when you got into the puzzly sort of side of things where I am like, hmm, this is way too hard for me. It really is difficult to get into. But it just flowed well. Everything looked nice, clean. And it's an amazing game. Really good. Number three, God of War Ragnarok. Again, this suffered a little bit like the other Sony game. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, where it's very similar to the last game made um, in the God of War sort of series. Um, a very nice, very gorgeous, story-focused third-person action combat sort of game. What can you say? It's a really good little game. I wish Sony didn't go back on their word and sort of say that the PlayStation 5 is a new generation, all these games are PlayStation 5, and then a, a few days before the PlayStation 5 come out, oh yeah, you can also play these games on PlayStation 4. No, stick to your guns, make them exclusive, make them nice, make them gorgeous. But I just need you to trust me. We follow your every whim. But you don't believe in any of it. And still, I follow. Because all that matters is that you are safe. But that's not all that matters. Who's keeping you safe? I do not need you to protect me. You sure about that? Pretender God! For the old father! Death can have me when it hurts me. What do you even know of God's work? In your lifetimes, has anyone ever worshipped you? Ever prayed to you? Can you even imagine that kind of love? No! You don't care about anything beyond yourself. Beyond the monster who kills without cause. Fate only binds you if you let it. 
Number two is a new one for the list. It just got added recently. And that's because the game just came out and I just managed to play it by chance the other week. And again, it's had mixed reviews online. It's one of these either love it, hate it, man might kind of games, or if you're Australian, Vegemite. Um, where it's a first person shooter, very competent at what it does, very simple at what it does, but it does it really well. It's the humour. It's designed and created by Justin Roiland, um, who's like one of the creators or the creator of Rick and Marty. So with the game, any weapon that you pick up has a face on it, and it talks to you. And these are, it's easiest to sort of say, if you like Rick and Marty, you would love this game. A lot of the characters that you pick up, they're very similar to a lot of the Rick and Marty characters. Sweary, shouty, murderous. Weird. It's great. I loved it. It's an amazing game. And our number one is Elden Ring. What surprise is that? Um, is it George Martin? George Martin? Yeah, I don't know. Who created the uh, the Fire and Ice, the Game of Thrones sort of series? He helped write the backlog of story for this game. It's made by From Software, who did the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, uh, Sakayo, Sakayo, Bloodborne. They did all those sort of games. And this one's a carry-on of those games, but I think they've made the opening few hours easier to get into. And because of that, it helps people get into the game more. The graphics, gorgeous. I loved the tree illuminated in the background as you go walking around. It just looks stunning. And then you get sort of through the game thinking, God, this world is massive. Then you discover you go into caves, into another underground world. Think, oh, God, this is crazy. How did they do that? And it just plays so well. The Demon Souls style game that they've made of the years, they've got it just to be perfect now. So Elden Ring is the game of the year game of 2022 from 1UP Gaming. Um, so we'll just go through that. Number 10, Grid Legends. Number 9, FIFA 23. Number 8, Metal Hellsinger. Number 7, Dying Light 2. Number 6, Sonic Frontiers. Number 5, Need for Speed Unbound. Number four, Tunic. Number three, God of War Ragnarok. Number two, High in Life. And our number one game, Elden Ring. So yeah, so episode 331 of the One Game Podcast with me, David. Special for... Special? The New Year special. So happy New Year to everyone. Hope you all had a great year this year. Hope next year brings you everything that you want, everything that you need. Uh, yeah. I bid thee travel the path of the Lord. And then we'll just sort of say, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search One Up Gaming, this logo. Uh, go to our website, oneupgaming.co.uk. Go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash OUG. Buy these t shirts at oneupgaming.co.uk, top right hand corner, online store. 
Um, our Gamespread music album is available now. 20% of each sale will go to Charles Play Charity. Buy it, stream it, just Google about it. And you can buy a little tiny USB cassette that's got our first 100 podcasts on from audiobooksontape.com. And £1 will, of each sale will go to Diabetes UK. Um, follow us on Facebook, just search One Up Gaming. Again, as always, subscribe to us on uh, YouTube, just search One Up Gaming, this logo. Um, yeah, it's got 2,000 subscribers now. Please, we need as many more as we can get. If you want to watch us on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash official. And if you want to tweet us any questions, any comments, it's at official. And again, if you want to co- send us any questions, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. If you're watching this on YouTube, please, please, please subscribe. If you want a T-shirt, just leave a comment on any video saying T-shirt and subscribe. Or if you want the Evercade cartridge, Evercade... Uh, the Interplay Collection 2, just go into any um, video, leave Evercade as a comment and subscribe and we'll give them out in the new year when we can. And if you're listening to this on uh, iTunes or on audio equipment, please subscribe to us, give five stars positive feedback. It really helps when people are doing YouTube internet things or downloading iTunesy things. And it's been me, David, saying thank you all. Hope you all had a great year and a happy, happy new year. One Up Gaming, thank you all. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fly because you deserve a better life. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.